Hey there, ACC fans. I told you I was bringing you a Florida State Friday. I told you that the Florida State fans had said enough about us disrespecting them to where I've got a double header of FSU coverage to make sure that you all know that, hey, I'm I'm trying to be fair, trying to get people in here who are going to bring you some love. And so today we have the ever so talented, the illustrious Brian Smith of Locked On Nose. How you doing, Brian? Doing well, buddy. How about yourself? I'm great as always. We're going to get into this thing in depth now, Brian. So I, I hope, you know, we're going to be honest. Tell me what it is, what it ain't, what it could be, and what it can't, okay? Got to do it. All righty. We're going to talk all things ACC and all things knows on today's episode of Locked on ACC. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So, folks, before we get into today's episode, I have to tell you to download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Now, Brian, I've got you here today to talk your nose, okay, to talk what's going on with them because, you know, this is the highest that expectations have been in over a decade, realistically. That's, that's, that's what we're looking at uh, right here. And this is a team coming in. As the top-rated team in the ACC, right on the cusp of that top five. So you tell me, has Clemson or has has Florida State done enough to feel like you're okay with them usurping Clemson in this offseason per se? Yeah, I think they have, but it's still got to be proven on the field. Mm -hmm. But I, I actually just did my Locked On Seminoles podcast, and I was just talking about the ridiculous amount of experience they have right. on paper. I'm sure you're, I'll just give you one example, example, Bill Steele. I'm sure mm -hmm. we're all familiar with his magazine. He had one of the greatest comments I've ever seen. He said in all his years of research, he'd never seen a position with more experience than this specific Florida state offensive line. It was 204 starts. I mean, that's absurd. Yeah. And I mean, quarterbacks played three years. They got three receivers that are big time players all have a lot of experience. The third of which in the, rotation has 133 career crashes he might be option three mm -hmm. i mean there's a lot of reasons for optimism the defense has got a lot more talent than it has that's been the bugaboo they would give up the key play they've got guys that have come in like conrad hussey that's my guy i know him from south florida sda kid right. that's competing for playing time they got experience and they've hit i don't know how they've done it this is the miraculous part they've hit the home run as the quote-unquote transfer portal kings most yeah. teams that have gone that route, chemistry had worked out. They've had idiots they've taken. Whatever it is, Florida State's figured it out. You got to tip your cap because they've filled in gaps all over. I think it's around 15 starters didn't begin yeah. their career in Tallahassee, and yet I'm, they're a top 10 team. Who I mean, else absolutely. has done that? Absolutely, Who? absolutely. And you've got to you've got to give respect and credence to not just starters, right? Because starters is one thing that means you're the best guy on the depth chart, whatever the case may be. You're looking at all confidence and all American performers. You're looking at a Jared Burst who was gotten out of the portal. You're looking at a Johnny yep. Wilson who's gotten out of the portal. He's played there for forever, but you would forget Jordan Travis is out of the portal. That's the he reality. Kid. Yeah. That's yeah. the reality of this team. They have done a phenomenal job. Fentrell Cypress out of the portal. They have a ton of really, really good players 
who fit their team, who fit their culture, who fit their schemes that they've gotten out of the, out of the portal. And so with that being said, there is no way it can be understated how well Norvell has done in the portal. But I, I want to ask you a question because you said it has to be proven on the field. Okay. The last time Florida State beat Clemson head up in a one-on-one -on -one matchup, it was 2014. Okay. And what they should have watched that game too. It, well, I, I didn't want to say it, but what makes this year different? It's going to be the experience to begin with, and it's also going to be the inexperience for Clemson. Look, I'm a quarterback stat nut. And last year I was just kind of thumbnailing week after week. What's different about the top 20 passers? If you take Drake May and a certain guy that resides now in Los Angeles out of the equation, everybody was junior, senior, junior, senior, junior, senior, junior, senior. Mm -hmm. There is no shortcut at quarterback. And that's why they're so coveted in the portal. Right. And that's why, like, just to use an example in the ACC, there's a certain guy now in South Bend that was in Winston-Salem. He's got 110 career touchdown passes. You're yeah. not replacing Sam Hartman. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. That is why. And I think Cade Klubnik is going to be a fantastic football player for Clemson. I've seen him live. I saw him at Elite 11. He's a dude. Mm -hmm. He's a sophomore. Mm -hmm. There's going to be moments this year you're like, what was that? Yeah. You know yeah, what I, I mean? That's, that's just I, my opinion. I get you. I get you. And you know what? And I'll say this. Even though, even though the last time Florida State beat Clemson in a head-up matchup, all about that base by Megan Trainer was the number one song in America. But, but at the end of the day, Sammy Watkins ain't walking through that door. Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, they're not walking through that door. Dexter Lawrence ain't walking through that door. You don't carry the history of those teams with you. So I'm, I'm there with you on that one. I can get behind you. I can see where you're going from that standpoint. Now, let me ask you this. When I look at, um, when I look at the rest of the conference, right? Because everybody has already deemed this Ali Frazier, you know, they've already said, Hey, the, the regular season meeting is going to be the first one. And the next one is going to be rumble in the jungle. The, the ACC championship is going to be the rumble in the jungle. Absolutely. Is there any you are locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the apologies for the technical difficulties there, folks. We got it all sorted out. We're back. You know, me and Brian are good. Don't worry. We're just two ball guys talking ball. It's just bald, bald and ball. But anyway, uh, with that being said, <laughs> is there anybody who can disrupt this matchup of the, the heavyweights, the clash of the Titans, if you will? And if so, who do you think it is? I think it's your old school. North Carolina State. And I have right. several points for it. I get, I'm not, I cover Florida State. I, I've been in Florida. I, I know all the schools down here. I, I'm, I'm unbiased. Mm -hmm. NC State has a defensive minded coach, which you would know about, obviously. Yeah. But they have something else that you cannot, which I'd mentioned in just a minute ago. They got a transfer quarterback you might have heard of named Brennan yeah. Armstrong. Yeah. Might have, might have. He sucked last year at Virginia, but the year before he didn't. And there's a connection there. Mr. Robert Anay, mm -hmm. the offense coordinator of Virginia in 21. He took off, went to Syracuse. Yep. Virginia yep. just went, they were awful last year across the board. Yes. They were reunited in Raleigh. Peaches and herb. Reunited. And there you go, baby. Oh, good. This is the key here. 
to give a little backdrop for people, Doring's a, he's a defensive-minded guy, but getting an A is a coup among coups. He's been in three stops at BYU. He's a 30-plus-year veteran. I forget how many years a coordinator he's been, but he's been all over the map, and he understands the passing game. Mm-hmm. NC State's dink and dunk, I hate you offense, as I like to I hated their offense for the last five years. <laughs> And I know you've heard about that from NC State fans, and don't tell me you haven't made comments yourself about it. Oh, some point. oh listen, I'm going to tell you, I rarely ever call for coaches' heads. After Boston College, that was, oh, you had mo- that was the most <laughs> emphatic call for a coach's job that I have ever made in there my you go. life. you got to throw life. the ball beyond the line of scrimmage, man. Let's go. <laughs> and and, and, and the, the terrible part about it is that was a Boston College team last year that was averaging, giving up an average of, I want to say, 34, 35 points per game in conference. We were the only FBS team that they held oh, no. below 28. The only one. And so... At certain times coming in first is not a good thing. And, and so, and so, <laughs> that moment, you're absolutely right. That, you know, I hey, listen... Uh, Coach Beck, I hope you do well with the Chanticleers. I hope y'all go on and win it all. I hope y'all do all the best things. And, and you know, y'all are the group of five team to make the playoff. It's been real. It's been fun. I'm glad you're going for Riley, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to say it. But proceed. Uh, Robert Anae is one of the special coordinators. Mm-hmm. And they've got history. It's a fifth-year senior quarterback. All the nine million reasons you could think of. Yeah. They don't have to, like – if I remember right, because I've looked up his stats so many times, in 21, mm-hmm. Armstrong had 4,400 and like 49 yards, 31 touchdowns. That I right. mean, it's ridiculous. At Virginia. Yeah. This isn't FSU 1999. Okay, yeah. the receiving corpse was good there, but all the pieces, the offensive, they wasn't the same. Okay? Yeah. And he did that, and he didn't even play a full season. He missed the Notre Dame game. Right. They can just be 25 touchdown passes. With that defense, and they can be a thorn for any team they play. And here's the other thing, and this is this potluck. I didn't make the schedule. You want to call the conference commissioner, whoever makes the schedule. If you're a fan of Clemson, Florida State, Miami, whoever, you do it. But this is fact. Home games for, mm-hmm. for your Wolfpack. UNC, Clemson, and Louisville. Do not play the Knowles. And Notre Dame is at home, too. You know what I mean? I mean? They did what they did with that schedule. They did what they did. You they know? did I mean, I'll, I'll still take the Irish in that one, but that's another That's another. That's so, fair. That's fair. I but, ain't mad at you. But, I mean, if they don't – like, if they go even eight and four, I would be disappointed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm telling you right now, Ane will be assistant coach of the year in the ACC. I will throw that out there right now. Flat out, no ifs, no ands, no buts. Only way it doesn't happen, and this is where you come in, Uh because I can tell you are not a shy guy and you're a proud NC State guy. Uh If he is not, that means the head coach in Raleigh. You already know where I'm going with this. Oh, Lord. He has has stepped on his play calling duties. Yeah, I get you. Because Robert is going to pitch it around. You ain't wrong. If, wrong. If that is not the case, we all know what happened. I'm, I'll let I'm you with, do the podcast from there. I'll stand back and enjoy. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you when you're right. And you ain't wrong on this one. Okay. You absolutely ain't wrong on this one. So, folks, we got to pay some bills. But when we come back, we're going to talk all things conference realignment because that's been another area. And that's been a particular area where Florida State fans feel like we on Lock on ACC have disrespected them the most. And Candace is out on vacation. So I got to take the brunt of that. But, <laughs> but it's all right. We'll be right back in just a second. 
Folks, make sure that you get the Game Time app. I'm telling you right now, if you're stressed out, if you're pulling your hair out over those uh, last-minute tickets, you don't want to end up like me and Brian, okay? We look good, Vaughn. Everybody else doesn't. That's not a problem, though. You got to hunt down the best last-minute prices via the Game Time app. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is fast and easy, and you can buy tickets to sporting events, music, comedy shows, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing and stop guessing when it comes to tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Browse through the Game Time app, and trust me, you'll know all of the great events coming up in your area. Like I said, flash deals on last-minute tickets, images of great seats, and lowest price guarantee, event protection, Event cancellation protection and job loss protection, I'm telling you, this is the place you need to be. Game Time is the place for last-minute tickets, so snag your tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. So, Brian, we got to talk. We got to talk to money because we're talking in between the lines. We're talking about what they're going to do on the field and, and that green grass that grows. But now we got to talk about the green that doesn't grow on trees, the one that is coming from these bank accounts and all this realignment. What is going on with Florida State in terms of realignment? And how do you personally feel about how everything's going down with realignment so far? I have more more points here than we have time for six shows, but I'm going okay. to narrow it All down. Right. It's- well, let, let's get the highlights. Give me the spark notes of that thing. <laughs> first things first, I'm a traditionalist. Mm-hmm. When And I know you've probably spoken on this a number of times. I don't mean to step on your toes, but SMU is not in the ACC. Cal is not in the ACC. Stanford is not in the ACC. Whether or whether or not they sign a deal, mm-hmm. I do not care. That's first. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that for the record. And anybody can hate on me all they want. Right. The Atlantic Coast is in the East. Yeah. What part of Dallas or San Francisco is in the East? Can you answer that for me, Ken? Um, well, you see, uh, when you <laughs> when you when you have enough money and lobbying power, when a former <laughs> president and a former secretary of state are showing up on your behalf, the coasts get blurred up. You know, middle America gets condensed and the coast gets get real, real close to each other. We all know that it's because of major TV markets. If SMU was in a smaller town in Texas, they would not exist. They're in the middle of freaking Dallas. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, San Francisco area, that that speaks for itself. So that's where Cal and Stanford are both in the greater Bay Area. I get it. That being said, the grant of rights is still the grant of rights. And I'm going to help Kenton here a little bit because some people apparently, from rumors I've been hearing, that have been shooting out at somebody that happens to be on this podcast with me, but his name shall not be mentioned. We, and- we won't name no names. We ain't going to name <laughs> no names. We're not that type of guy. We can't reveal our sources. <clears throat> Look, the grant of rights thing wasn't a Florida State problem. It was an entire conference problem. Mm-hmm. I am not a lawyer, but in today's market where everything changes, what was the decision making yeah. to set a contract that if I remember, is it 2036? 36. Something? Yes, sir. 35 and 36. One of those two years. Yeah. Why? You yeah. signed pen to paper. And once big time lawyers see the pen to paper, 
Yep. Bro, yeah. they, they do not care. Mm -hmm. You are a number. You cannot get out of that one. They've tried. They'd be long gone. Florida State, NC State, North Carolina, Clemson, Miami, all of them be adios. Duke, Duke Carolina is kind of connected, whether they want to be or not, for the obvious reason. They'd probably be in that too. No. You and I are both Midwest guys originally, but we know how it works down here in the South. Yeah. Football, yeah. basketball, that it, it's there's a lot of connections, a lot of tradition. All six of those schools, there's a good chance they'd be adios. It's just true. Right. They're still there, Kenton. Why yeah. why why do you think that is? Is hmm. that why oh it's the greater rights? That's the one that everybody's saying you, you can just get no, you cannot. Well, well, Brian, I thought it was the power of friendship that kept Florida State here. I, I thought that they just enjoyed the camaraderie with Louisville that much. You know, I, I thought that they they were just I, – I, I thought that it was the, the love for Dino Babers in Syracuse that kept them nestled warmly at night and, and feeling like this. But I'm glad that, that we're in the same place here. And I'll, I'll say this. My biggest gripe about this is not the request for more money. I'm fine with that. I understand there's never enough. In our system – in the economic system that we have, there's never enough. You always want more money. You always got to press for more and more. You squeeze, push, squeeze, push. Sure. I'm not against that. I'm never against anybody asking for more. My problem is how Florida State went about it. The live streaming of the board of uh, directors deal where it's, hey, we need to be leaving the conference now. Brother, slow it down. Pump your brakes a little bit because you're playing chicken with a Mack truck and you're armed with the power of friendship. You have no legal ammunition to get out of this thing. And I'll tell you this much. I, too, am not a lawyer, but I know almost every contract can be gotten out of. But you know what almost every contract has to get out of it? Money. A payout. You got the And the payout in this is so costly. I'm hearing that, hey, the, the chasm could be $30 million a year uh, at some point in time between the Big Ten and SEC and ACC. Okay, let's do the math on that. Let's say being as generous as possible to not just Florida State, but Clemson, NC State, UNC, any other school that want to leave, being as generous as possible, 300 million. That's the lowest figure that I've heard, period. 300 million, okay? If you pay 300 million out and then you go to a new conference and then you're not allowed to be a full, uh, to get full revenue shares from that conference, let's say you get 50% revenue shares from that conference. If they're making 30 million more and this conference is making 30 million and you're getting a 50% share, you're back at the 30 million. You're, you're literally back to square one. You just paid 300 million to get back. That's the most expensive uh, way to go back to zero that I have ever heard of in my life, especially since if you believe that these conferences are the future and they're that strong, they will be there at the end of the grant of rights. They'll be there if you wanted to leave a year or two early as opposed to nine, 10, eight years early. Like that, we just talked about it. It's going through 2036. You're not looking at a decade early if you leave next year. You're looking at 11, 12 years. And you think that everybody's just gonna say, hey, it's been real, it's been fun. See you later. You know, we want volunteers, not hostages. And I know that there's legal and, and financial ramifications, but. We like you so much and you stay with us for so long because of power of friendship. We're going to throw you a bone and let you leave for free. It's not going to happen. All those things are true. And it goes back to the original point that I made. When you signed the deal, you saw yeah. the buyout. Yep. Yeah. 
That's it. There is no discussion. That was in ink. It was vetted and you all failed. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So that's why I'll speak for you. I'm going on a limb here and guessing you're not excited about Cal versus NC state. No, no, no. I mean, you're an NC state guy, but I, I get it. Here's the, here's the thing until they figure out a way for there to be some kind of buyout where the ACC is not left holding the bag. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking mm-hmm. about an empty bag. Right. They're not going to let them out. There is no friendship. Yeah. Why would the remaining members remember now that all the people at the ACC office, they're for all the members of the conference, yes. not just the tradition rich ones like UNC, mm-hmm. not just Florida state or Cl- that's the problem. Because if these schools leave, think about it this way, Oregon state and Washington state, what do they have in common? They are screwed because yeah. of what just happened in the – they're done. Yeah. The Pac-12 what became a four-pack. What TV deal are you getting? No. The non-existent one. You know. Good luck with recruiting. That's my area. They are they are toast. They were never in a good spot anyway. Yeah. yeah. What do you think is going to happen to Wake Forest, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Boston College, if, and the ACC? No, they have no chance. Yeah. Their only leverage is to force – which it's going to be awkward until 236 this week to stay together. It's there, there is no good option. And again, it's if you're if you're in this situation, I look at this from a very simple standpoint. Okay. If you could, you would have. That's that's the the reality of what I tell people. I'm telling people all the time, this isn't an interpersonal relationship we're talking about, right? This <laughs> no, isn't just not. and even if we were to say this is an interpersonal relationship. Well, fine. Let's pretend like it's that that it's an interpersonal relationship where you and your wife got about, I don't know, uh, somewhere between 600 million and a billion dollars worth of assets to figure out. Go ahead. That's a buddy. lot of cash, bro. It's go, a lot of cash. Go ahead. You didn't sign a prenup because you knew you were going to be in love forever. And now you're, you're trying to figure out where we go from here. <laughs> Guess what? 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 How's the old 70 song say? It's cheaper to what? It's cheaper to keep her. I'm telling you right now, that's what Florida State is realizing. That's what Clemson has realized. That's what NC State, UNC, and all these schools have realized. And not only that, like you said, the other schools. If you're talking about, you know, I remember when they were talking about there needed to be eight schools to dissolve the conference. And I said, there's no world in which there are eight ACC schools who all believe, hey, we can cut this deal. We can cut out of the ACC and we won't have to. You know, because if the ACC dissolves, there's no buyout, right? But if we leave and there's no buyout, you think that there are eight eight schools in the ACC that all have a really strong belief the Big Ten, the SEC, or the Big Twelve will pick us up? Where? Name them for me. Are they? In the, are those eight schools in the room with us today? Are they? Uh, oh, okay. Just I can get sure. to a half dozen, and after that, we die. And, and and I'll tell you what, honestly, honestly, and truly. Knowing what I know about some of these schools' financials and calling around and picking up the phone, half a dozen is aggressive. We we get in a, we well, you I mean, know what I mean? But I, I feel you. I feel you. The ones that have a chance are Miami, Florida State, Clemson, North yeah. Carolina, and Duke mm-hmm. and NC State. Yeah. NC yeah. State and Duke are the two that are it because Duke's football's it's okay, but yeah, their basketball program is so iconic Absolutely. to get them in the conversation. Absolutely. NC State's got a massive following. Mm-hmm. It's more regional, but it's got a massive following, so they're in the conversation. Largest so, education, less education least, in the state of North Carolina. But to get to eight, there's no way in hell. And that's and that's my point. That's my point exactly. Zero. 
Boston College ain't gonna shoot themselves in the foot that way. The boys in Blacksburg ain't gonna shoot themselves in the foot. Virginia's that way. doesn't Virginia's care about athletics. Period. You know, they don't. And, and so and so. With that being said, y'all heard it from a Florida State guy. So don't don't say you know. It ain't happening. If if you go shoot somebody, I'm not even it the messenger happen. this time. I ain't the messenger this time. So you know, we'll be right back after work from our sponsors to land this thing. It was absolutely amazing having you on, Brian. I, we've got to do this again. I'm going to call you up during the season, and I know you're a busy man. I know you're always, you know, uh, if, if you know anything about Brian Smith, he don't let hair, hair grow on his head. He don't let grass grow on his feet. He is always on the go, and I'm going to tell you what, when we can, we'll get you back on the show because this was a blast. This was a ball, and I'll, I'll, it's, it's always great to have folks who we are honest about our team. I'm very honest about everything in terms of NC State and, and what they are, what they're, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm not that guy that's, hey, well, what's this NC State game going to be? Wolfpack by a million. That's not me, right? And so it's it's great to see somebody who's honest about their university, paying proper due diligence and respect, and saying, hey, they do have a, a claim. The, the money is there. They did build this up in terms of brand-wise. But with that being said, ink hit paper, and you got to live with it. Brian, tell the folks where they can find your work before we get out of here. Let's uh, let's go with a locked on Seminoles. L O underscore Seminoles. That's the that's the podcast I just started. You can find it on Twitter. You can also find me at FB Scout underscore Florida. Like uh, like he said, I'm always moving around. I was just up in Tallahassee checking out some recruits. I'm all over Central Florida. Uh, the game tonight I'm going to Miami New Orleans at Lakeland. Going to be mm-hmm. some recruiting stuff going down, and that's an everyday thing for me. Absolutely. Thank you so very much for coming out. Listeners, thank you all so very much for coming out. Y'all make this great show what it is. Y'all make this great conference what it is. Like, share, subscribe, follow. If you are not on YouTube, get on YouTube. But even if you're not, even if you don't have it available to you, go ahead and leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And next week, we are coming. This is the first part of the doubleheader. You've got another Florida State episode coming today. And next week, we've got the Commonwealth Schools up to bat with my main man, Ryan Moore. Thank you all, Brian Moore. Thank you all so very much for coming out. Until next time.